0: How to be concussed conversations with a concussed brain which is owned by me. Timothy Giles. Well, not sure if I own the brain or I'm subject to my brain. Anyway, that's a that's a thing for you and I both to ponder and have an opinion about. But the subject that I want to talk to you about in the next ten minutes or so is behaviours. Behaviors that help us cope with being concussed so I've had a number of concussions in my life I'm about a month into recovering from thankfully the smallest concussion that I've had and with the other two I had a lot of friends of mine tell me look share your story you should tell your story you should be writing because that was something I used to do for a living you should be writing what having concussion is like it'll help people who get concussed which was a really good idea but I was really unwell Fortunately, this one that I'm recovering from is the least damaging. And so whilst I'm still feeling the impact, so for example, as I'm recording this, I'm sitting at home and it's one of those cloudy but glary bright days and I've gone and sat the wrong direction. I'm I'm covering my eyes while I'm sitting inside because of the glare coming in that window, which is quite a useful, I think, illustration of behaviours that work and don't work around being concussed. So often I will end up in a situation where because I haven't given any thought and planning to it, I end up suffering the consequences, the symptoms, the impact of my concussion much more than I really need to. And what does that mean to suffer the impacts of concussion? It means that I get tired, that my brain hurts, that my headaches get much worse, much more intense, last longer that my day gets shorter, my ability to function cognitively, energetically, shortens, I need to sleep for longer. Other impacts of when I'm, I'm not managing my behaviour for the fact that I'm living with concussion, I get really forgetful, um, I get more confused. I become an asshole, and that is a technical term related to how I behave with concussion, where I'm rude, I'm short-tempered, I'm selfish, I'm inconsiderate, I'm nasty... And worst of all, I nasty the people I care about most. Because one of the things that I've found with being concussed is those that I don't know hugely well, or those who don't care about me lots, just disappear. And another impact of not managing for my concussion is I just get confused. Now, I'm wondering if I said that already. Maybe I did. So, that's the impacts of not being aware or giving thought to the behaviours that can manage our concussion. I'm saying this now as I'm staring away from the bright window and it it feels better. I've done a little list, um, thinking about this conversation with you and what are the behaviors that I've noticed that if I pay some attention to them, I'm not gonna be such an asshole. My headaches are not gonna be as bad. I'm gonna have better days. I'm gonna have longer days. I'm gonna have times where I'm happier. I have more pleasure and joy in my life. And one thing that concussion does so often is it just steals the joy and the pleasure from life so here's a list of things that make a difference for me noise screens booze for me um, boundaries and I, I want to give an example around that both of, of things that I say yes to but also people that I will and won't deal with anyway food exercise <sighs> I've written noise again <laughs> there we go that's a big one <laughs> Um, I have to write brightness now because I hadn't thought about that earlier. But as I sit down to this conversation with you, I had that experience of needing to shade my eyes. Um, stress and social choices, these are all behaviors that impact how easily we can cope with concussion. And then I've just got a couple of thoughts on how we might make a difference in these behaviors. So, just starting with noise noise is stressful. As I'm talking to you now, we're still under lockdown in Damaki and it's so, so beautiful, the city in its peace and its quiet. I mean, I'm not sure if you can hear the wind outside my exposed little flat, but um, the quiet is so exquisite and calming and restful. Noise... Sorts and attacks our brain. It's a sensory input that the brain has to filter out. One of the things early on in concussion that we'll often experience, certainly I did, and maybe you have too, is my hearing is amazing. And I can hear so much better. Like I can hear noises across the road. I couldn't hear it. if I'm in a, a social situation in a cafe or a bar or something, that I can hear every word that's being said two, three tables over. Now, I thought, and I've, I've listened to other people talking about this, that that was an amazing increase in our auditory acuity and our ability to hear. Actually, no. I'm told that it's the demise, the, the falling away of a subconscious and natural filter that happens in our brain where, yes, we do hear all of these sounds normally, but our brain filters them out to only have those that are important to us in a moment. So that might perhaps explain why if you're somebody who looks after kids regularly, have children in your lives, your child or the child that you're responsible for, you will hear their voice out of a bunch of kids in a playground while the others, yeah, you're aware of them, but they're screened out. Then you'll hear a noise of your kid, their voice, their cry of distress or anger or whatever it might be, and cuts right through the brain and you hear it So when that filter is taken away, we have to work much harder to focus on the sounds that matter to us and to try and hear our way through what matters to us. That tires our brain out. So to be aware that noise is a stress, noise is tiring, noise is fatiguing. So a useful behaviour around how to be concussed is just to recognise that. fact. Like, Yeah, sure, we should, and maybe you're thinking what I am, which is that ideally we'll have quieter environments and, and we can keep things quiet and that will really help us. Yeah, yeah, it does. Maybe you're more powerful in your world than I am, but I can't control that. I can't control if I'm going to go around my day, how noisy things are around me. The truck backing the car, backing with it, beep. I hate that noise. Anyway, the various noises that assault us. So the only behaviour we can have is to know that we're going to get tired by it. Yep. Putting some earplugs in can help. Noise cancelling headphones. People I know are really big fans of those. They don't work for me. I, I find it really disconcerting to have that out. Those are effective choices and do experiment with them and I really hope they work for you. They don't work for me. I find it disorienting not to have that. So... To have that ability to hear the sound around me and to have my balance available, because balance is an issue. So I just have shorter times, shorter days. I count in if I'm going to a meeting, be it social or work-related, that I know that the time of getting there is not downtime. It's time when my brain is already being fatigued. Screens. I think I've talked about this in one of the other conversations. I do spend too much time on my phone and on a tablet. I don't watch television. I don't use screens for entertainment, you know, watching, binging shows. It doesn't help my brain. It tires my brain a lot. I really save screen time for work stuff for me. And I do love to be up to date on current affairs. And and, and so for me, I also reserve screen time for that. It may be that you might love screen time with a particular show. Yeah, do that. But also be aware that the screen time drains your brain, drains your energy, and therefore some of the negative symptoms around your concussion would probably come up. Um, <laughs> booze, I have talked about this in another conversation in how to be concussed. I really like a drink, and I have to really be aware that one is one's fine, two, yep, two's okay, three is too much. And do I often have three? Yeah, I do. I do. And the next thing I have to do around behaviours of how to be concussed is not beat myself up about it. I did. Fortunately, when I fell off my bike and smashed my face and and got this concussion that I'm uh, coming through now, I'd been not drinking for, I think, three weeks. And that was a really good timing, I think. And so for me, not drinking for a period of time really helps. But also, I like a drink. I'm going to have one. But a behaviour? for me, is managing my booze intake. Maybe that makes a difference for you. Food is is very, very similar. I know that if I eat an an anti-inflammatory healthy diet, it really makes a difference for me. If I'm eating lots of things that I really love, you know, chips and fries and pizza and burgers and fried chicken, I know that that's going to make my concussion syndrome experiences and symptoms worse. I didn't mean to say syndrome, then I meant to say symptom, but I got confused. <laughs> so I do know that food makes a difference. Now, how, it, how do I manage that as a behavior? I make sure that I've got food that's easy for me to eat, that's healthy and good for me, prepped and ready and available. And you know what? Sometimes I don't. And so then I know that if I'm eating, I'm going to use the word badly, and I, but badly for me, then I know I'm going to have a worse day, a worse week, a worse few days. So the other behavior around that is I have to accept that. And go, you know what, that bag of chips was yum. And now I don't feel so good. I have a brain hangover, a food hangover, and that clouds my thinking. And I, I need to accept that. A huge behaviour for me is exercise, even if it's just a walk. Whatever it is, getting outside, moving, getting my heart rate up. And why? Oxygen. Oxygen gets into my brain and it makes a huge, huge difference difference (laughs) another behavior right is about being pre-planned and organized i've been told by the brain injury association that if i keep these conversations down to about 12 and 15 minutes they're going to be a lot better and and people will enjoy them more and that's my point my point is to have the conversations that i wished i'd been able to find when i first got concussed so i'm (laughs) i'm already just coming up to 13 minutes and i haven't said everything i want to say I guess what I'm going to do then is summarise this conversation about behaviours that help us to be concussed and live a full life and not be, all those things I mentioned at the beginning of the arsehole I don't want to be, the headaches I really would like to experience for as short a time as possible and as low a pain as possible. I will do a conversation about pain another time. I'll just make a note about that. I'll do that. But as I've done in this conversation, I didn't plan it well enough. I did plan, I've got two pages of notes here, and and I've summarised them down into little bullet points so I can hopefully get concisely across to you things that I hope might help you. (laughs) And I didn't manage to do it in the time. The last thing that I want to do is talk about then social choices. I've been doing some work, been doing a project, and there's a guy I've been working with for a wee while around it, and you know, I, I, I would consider him a friend. I've explained to him about the brain injury. I've shown him the article I wrote about it. I've talked to him about managing days and times and when we can meet over a year. And he really knows about my brain injury and also about how I struggle with it. He's seen me when my brain shuts down, when I get tired, when I become tearful, when I become grumpy, all those things that I feel embarrassed about. I feel humiliated about those. And I'm an adult man and I live like a toddler. But he kept on pushing me for conversation in a bad time of day and I'd said to him I wasn't coping. And he kept pushing and I just went, nah, you need to stop. This is not okay, right? He then sent me a message a while ago going, oh, a little while later, that I needed to grow up and I needed to stop my tantrums, which is fair and I accept that, accept that. I'm a 50, 52-year-old man. I'm about as grown-up as, as I'm going to get. And my tantrums were about me, what he called a tantrum, is me going, hey, I'm not coping here. I'm not coping. So we're not working together anymore. I don't, I don't have anything to do with him. I, I regret that. I miss that. He's a neat man. But sometimes we have to make some social choices and we can explain all we can. And then after a while, maybe we need to protect ourselves as well as protect others. Because if I'm giving a whole lot of time and energy to someone who is not able or prepared or willing to enter into, okay, your brain injured, I get this, this is a wrong time of day. For, you know, for me, afternoons are not good. You know, early evening, late afternoon, I need to sleep. If they're not willing to step into understanding that, then I need to step out of a relationship with them. Because I'm already struggling to be the man I want to be for those who are making that effort and who really matter to me. That's my conversation about behaviours that I hope can help you with how to be concussed, and I hope that you can find some time to be the person you choose to be and accept that. You still are, right? It's just got a little bit harder when you concussed.